I remember that gig. I hit you over the head with a wiffle ball bat in that studio. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are, of course, in Clarendon, back again for episode 222. A big show to get to today. Exciting episode on a rainy Thursday, but we've got a full crew here across from me. It's Julie Cully. Julie, what's up? I'm actually here uh, scouting out the size of this room. We've been in this room a few times mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're having a lot of work done at our house right now. So I'm wondering <laughs> how much square footage is actually in here. If we need to like move the boys over to sleep over <laughs> in this space, yeah. throw a few mat- mattresses down. That, 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 that could be a whole nother podcast of what we're doing in our house and what we're doing. But uh, that is a good question. I think this, this is a... Uh, room that's not big enough for that though i think it's about a hundred i'd say it's about 10 square foot not a (laughs) hundred i'm sorry 10 square foot room um big enough for what we do here but we could call it a camp out yeah sleepover (laughs) hope we don't have to go there all right to my left of course it's our other co-host wavy docs docs what's up well, what, would you, what you do is you build a loft. There's not a lot of square footage, <laughs> oh, but right. it's, it's a really up. high ceiling. We might have to move yeah. the uh, the uh, bulbs, though. Yeah, that's fine. There have well, been you can, you can build around them. <laughs> There's been running store owners who've definitely lived in their stores for wow. sure. That yeah. is a thing, but they usually are like single, uh, a single guy or. And they probably don't usually tell their employees about that either. Yeah, they They're just <laughs> working late, and getting no. up early, and getting yeah. after it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think we we could do that. Running that's, that's shoe a, stores and NFL coaches. <laughs> I I, uh, I I think that uh, we'd save some cash. That's an interesting idea, Julie. Yeah. All right. Um, Why don't you guys put a pin on this and talk about yeah. it when I'm not around? Right. right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right. Uh, exciting big show to get to uh, today. Uh, we have a really interesting, entertaining guest. Ariel Tuito will be joining us in studio. Uh, she's got a movie coming out where she is a co-star. Uh, the movie is Into the Wilderness, a movie that just had its world premiere at the Air and Space Museum in downtown D.C. Uh, she's going to talk about it, and she is a avid runner. She is a uh, TV slash reality tv personality so she's an uh, avid streaker an avid streaker with her running mm-hmm. so a lot to get into a lot of relatable topics to get into with ariel today excited to have her in studio um, also on today's program uh we have to uh tackle the carbon plate shoe issue one more time oh my god before we can this be the last <laughs> before, time we talk about before it before we put it to bed it's so oh hot right now i know it is it is all the news as we go into the olympic year pace, we pace the nation year. now has been we 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 don't talk about dogs anymore i know which is a travesty i know and we don't talk about farley's a long shorts guy <laughs> now we just talk about people who streak with their running <laughs> and carbon plate shoes i know it's it's <laughs> exclusively what our, our topic yeah. is and dox's rants and dox's rants and we'll get to that was that one was for free. Doesn't count. <laughs> now, now we will get to another Dox's rant uh, later today in the program. Also, want to follow up on uh, Let Aaron Run 
and uh, a sad story to share, uh, to share and running that Julie's going to share with us. Uh, but before we get to Ariel, um, Julie, I went to Doc's neighborhood yesterday and went to his new neighborhood grocery store. What day mm-hmm. don't you go to Doc's neighborhood? It <laughs> is you it literally is run past route. That's his true. house every day as every part day. of the running yeah, route. That's true. But this was uh, in addition to my run. It was this new spot. I don't want it to say their name, mm-hmm. but it's a spot that makes sandwiches and it's a spot <laughs> that has, like it makes, it's, it's a grocery store that makes yeah. sandwiches. Uh-huh. They have a place to sit down. Correct. With it's internet. not that big though. With internet, yeah, and they have my favorite coffee shop there as well, all mm-hmm. in one space. Oh my god! And it's empty. It's the best. <sighs> that's the best part about it. It's re- literally right down the it's, street from Doc's place. It's hilarious because uh, I go it's there. Beautiful too. I go there at least once a week, and I enjoy it. I walk there from my house, <laughs> and I was actually there yesterday, probably at the same time Farley was yeah, there. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> He's in my neighborhood and doesn't text I me, know. which is yeah. a whole other issue that yep. we need to unpack. <laughs> right. right. Uh, but I was walking around and I was trying to think, like I was thinking about, why do I like this grocery store so much? <laughs> it's it's so weird that it that it brings me joy. And I realized nobody comes here. That's why I like it so much. There's no people here. And I, I don't like people. So this is perfect. <laughs> there is I wonder how long this is going to last. I know. Because there's a complete. Well, I told, I told Farley, this the place is going to close down in two months. There's but. no way. I mean, there is, there, is, there is a same store, same brand of grocery store in Boston. You can't get a parking spot. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're giving too many clues away. Right? Where Doc's live. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't yeah. want to tell people about this thing because it, just like the last week when we're talking about the, the Mexican place near my house that yep. you guys yeah, that frequent. We frequent. Tex-Mex, yeah. We don't want people going there. So <laughs> I don't want people going to my grocery go store. <laughs> yeah, we might, we might head there tonight. That's a good point. Shh, don't tell Doc's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it's awesome. I mean, it's like new beautiful cutting edge yeah. check i mean the, the checkouts were in two different spots that i yeah. could go to one and then just sit down and free internet bam like everything i needed in life was there uh-huh. maybe we move Part- there particularly the the processed turkey that you need <laughs> yeah. to satisfy your lunch cravings yeah. every single day and, and aisles the chai upon tea aisles and of, the, of, yeah. of chips chai tea latte, chai tea latte. Well, yeah. you know what yeah. else they have yeah. at the at the grocery store is they have the these lights motion detecting lights mm-hmm. and in front of like every uh, refrigerated unit. Mm. So mm. and 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 when you walk down the aisle, so it's it's like the aisle's dark unless you walk up to it. Whoa! And maybe a lot of places have this, but there's just so much traffic. All the lights are always on. But in this one, like every time you're walking down, it's like the lights are coming on as you yeah. walk down is the it aisle. Like a solar powered grocery store. No, as well? I, I oh, don't this think, is not solar uh, powered. No, this is, I think this, this is really bad for the I, environment. This is. <laughs> I mean, and they put millions and millions of dollars into this building of this place. Yeah, and uh, it. Just co- for me to have a good time a, for six months. Cost a pretty penny <laughs> to operate as well. Uh, yeah, there's no It'll solar. It'll be boarded up. I know, enough. which I'm worried about. It I'm was, worried about that too. Crazy. But there's also there's also commercial, yeah, retail space Based. around it. Yeah. yeah, and I won't say what other they, favorite business is also around the corner. Yeah, we're gonna that, be giving away too much. I know. Well, they know. they haven't opened everything yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're starting to build two more places, but there's a lot of like empty commercial retail space. I really want that stuff to open too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a and hot that, spot. And that will help. It, with, it'll it'll yeah. help. I mean, this place will get going. Um, mm-hmm. We've given a lot of clues. Uh, they have a parking garage. There's so few people, you can just pick your own level. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially your own parking garage. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. That's tough to find in Arlington. And it's so. living space above it, right? Aren't there condos or it, apartments or something? Julie, you just gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> yeah. So, so when just making the point, oh it's gosh. mixed retail. Yeah, oh do- my gosh. Docs, docs. Everybody's gonna go to Docs's house. Mm-hmm. And that's it. My them. house. Yeah. Well, that, that that's your I don't house. Think anybody is, wants to do grocery shopping at my house <laughs> unless <laughs> you're like a twelve-year-old kid. <laughs> your house is walking distance away. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to bring that up. I, it was a mm-hmm. really unique, awesome experience. All right. Next up, her movie is Into America's Wild. Uh, the co-star of it is Ariel Tweedo. Uh, she's an avid runner. She's a reality TV star, and she's a really positive, upbeat person. And she's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs and Julie, we are excited to be joined in studio honored really to be in studio joined by ariel tweedo she is i tried to i tried to ask her before uh before she came on how to introduce her Mm -hmm. she She is an actress (laughs) a uh a outdoor icon an outdoor enthusiast you know a lot of things but she's a runner as well ariel how are you? I am joining great. Us. Thank you guys for having me. I love yeah. it. Nice and rainy outside. Yeah, I know, it's exactly. perfect. It's a great day to get outdoors, right? It is. I went running today outside. It was perfect. I didn't yeah. have to take a shower after. <laughs> perfect. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I uh, we're, we're going to talk about your, your your movie Into America's Wild. Uh, but I was talking to a group the other day, and I, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we I wanted to. This is a good place to start because I just I couldn't articulate why. It was important to run outside because it was a, n- a group that was new to running, and they said, "Well, the treadmill will be just the same as running outside." And I said, "It's hard for me to explain, but no, yeah, yeah <laughs> really, I agree. Right? It is hard to explain. There's just something about breathing fresh air, mm-hmm. and then and you just see so many different things when you're running outside too, and it's it makes it more um, just." unexpecting because yeah. like when i'm running in alaska a moose will pop out of nowhere <laughs> oh, the other day yeah. i was running and there's three bears above my head right like they were hanging from this tree if i was running on a treadmill like wouldn't that wouldn't have happened and it's, if it did it would have been really shocking very <laughs> shocking it would <laughs> but then there's just something about and that's what the film's about too is just there's something about being in nature that makes you feel more alive it makes you happier i'm sure there's a lot of science to it but it just i when i'm outside it is it's like my church yeah i t- i totally agree all right so that's a good answer that's what i'm going to mm-hmm. use next time when i'm talking to I'm just going to play that group clip. that's new, yeah. new to running chris um, how many times have you seen moose or bears on <laughs> runs in arlington I, you know is that like a thing no i i you know i've never been to alaska docs has been to alaska mm-hmm. we're talking maybe he's seen it but i, I have seen yeah i I've, i saw on a runs. fox on a run a couple mm. times arlington um, wildlife last year uh I saw my dog running away from me, um, but, <laughs> and she is a wild beast, as as we as, as we've we talked know. about on this podcast mm-hmm. many times before. But yeah, uh, not as quite as interesting as probably what Ariel. Julie, seen. don't don't wilderness shame Farley. <laughs> yeah. He's getting out there and doing it. He is man. Foxes though, they yeah. are scary. It was my scariest encounter was with a fox. Like was I've it? seen bears, polar bears, moose. I ran into this fox, and it would not let me go really it was growling it, it would pounce at me and then i would have to get a stick it was scary i was like oh wow. my god i'm dying by a fox wow. <laughs> so I'm there going you down. go see i did see a very uh intense beast on my run last mm-hmm. year twice i saw foxes yeah. uh so the movie is into america's wild we're going to talk about that but 
Uh, you know, we, we tried to define what exactly you are. You're a TV personality, a reality TV uh, star. Uh, what was the reality TV show that you're on, and how did you get into that? So the reality show was called Flying Wild Alaska. It was about me and my family in Alaska on the Discovery Channel show. Okay. So I went to school for TV and film in mm-hmm. at Chapman University and then a year in Boston. But while I, I think it was like my sophomore year, I went to Venice Beach to play basketball, like a pickup game. Mm-hmm. And one of the producers from Wipeout, which is a ABC, like sort of like a challenge. It's a game show. A game show. Yeah. So I, he was playing basketball. He was like, you are weird and crazy. You should audition <laughs> for the show. And so the next day I went and auditioned for the show. They, I got on and then I got invited back like four times, three or four times. Did really well um, and met a guy on that show who is like the security guy, sort of. Like he would always strap us in so he wouldn't like break things, which I did break things. But anyway, so me and him started talking. It was right when Deadliest Catch came out and we were like, my family's pretty cool and we live in a unique place. Like, let's do a show about us. So you just pitched this to them because you were on a totally different reality show. Yeah. Did that reality show happen and did you go on that first reality show? The the Wipeout one? It was a game show. show. It's like you, I was the first person to like jump across a big balls and this all this stuff. But um, Game game show or the Wipeout is like a a big obstacle course and you fall into the water. Yeah. And and it hurts. Yeah. But but so that show just made me realize how much I love being on sets okay and so i wanted to i didn't want to go to college so mm-hmm. i was like perfect if i pitch this show i won't have to go to school and i could hang out with my family and also get my pilot's license paid for so that was sort of the the goal but we me and the guy his name was tommy baynard we pitched it to abc nbc fox um discovery and it didn't get picked up for like <clears throat> a year and so I sort of forgot about it. And then, yeah, I was in Miami for a music festival and Discovery called and they were like, we love your show idea. And I'm like, don't know what you're talking about. That's so much fun. <laughs> and then then it clicked. and It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like this. And so they bought like 13 episodes and we filmed four, se- three seasons and um, got to. Yeah, I got to like it was so fun, but it just opened up so many doors for me. Um, got into late night TV a lot with Craig Ferguson, mm-hmm. and then I did his show like nineteen times or wow. f- like yeah. And I think you went to Scotland with him. Went to I Scotland. Saw that. Yeah. Yes. With um Mila Kunis and yeah um Michael Clark Duncan. It was yeah. right before he passed away. David Sedaris, the author, mm-hmm. and um Rashida Jones, and it was just the most like odd group of people, and it was so fun. But um, yeah, so that's how that all started. So uh, Docs, I, yes. I gotta, we got to check on Docs here mm-hmm. because he's been trying to get on a reality TV show oh, yeah. for a long time. I want to be on Survivor. And you make it Survivor. sound so yeah. easy. And uh, <laughs> Well, I think my pitch is going to be like, can you please get me on Survivor? Because <laughs> I can't do it for myself. <laughs> Maybe Ariel well, can do, can can help Well, the you. guy that I pitched the um, Flying Wild with is good buddies with um, Mark, yeah, uh, oh, Mark Burnett. Mark Burnett. Oh All my right. gosh! You're getting what, closer, getting in. If you can get me on Survivor, you can come back. So on the you show. need a your your <laughs> thing is though you need a hook. Like yeah. what makes you different? And so like think about that, and then oh, yeah. we've got hooks. Yeah, yeah. I think other people can describe that yeah, yeah. better yeah. than I can. Yeah. That's my problem. That's so why what, I need a. That's why I need somebody. To what, pitch you need it a publicist. What yeah. was your what, then, Ariel? What was your hook? Mine, I just went in there and just started chatting about my life in Alaska. And then my buddy at 
in college, Timmy, um, taught me how to break a Pepsi can on my head. Mm. Um, and so, <laughs> so you have to like bend college in certain skills. ways. Stuff. So then I went and did it in the, during the audition and it did not work. I almost knocked myself <laughs> out. And so that, and I think they were like, wow, this girl could take a hit for sure. Yeah. And, that, and then I, yeah. And so I like almost started bleeding. I hate it. So, so dumb. But isn't it like you, you like, you, I know how to do that. You yeah. crush it like you this. You crush it. Yeah. yeah. And didn't do it right. We're in simpatico. You should do it. You should do that for your audition though. And just, yeah. And also make sure it doesn't work. I think the fact that it didn't work is what got you on probably. Probably. That's the story of my life though, is just screwing up and then it it being funny and then people catching it on camera. So that was sort of my, like, that's my talent. So that's your good show. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, I want to thank Kathy Dalby, who you become friends with. She's, uh, she helps and is kind of the executive producer of the Pace the Nation show. Uh, one thing she said is that, and I think this is probably the reason why you uh, get on these shows. It's you're just true to who you are. You're authentic, and you are who you are, and you're not going to misrepresent and do anything different than that. Oh, right? well, thank you. And yeah, and I'm just like you said, I was an actress. I'm like the only thing I could play is myself. Right. <laughs> I've I've tried to act, and I'm horrible. <laughs> I'm so right. bad. I auditioned for like a couple commercials and I just never got a call back. And so I was like, I'm just going to be me. And so, yeah. So, so you're on this uh, reality TV show about your family. Mm -hmm. So they're following your family around for 12 episodes. Is that right? Um, 13. Four seasons. Four four seasons. I think actually three. Is there a fact check on this? No. no, no, (laughs) Less lines. Say seven. (laughs) We discourage fact checkers around here. So 13 episodes. A camera is following you around. Like, yeah. I, I just am cur- curious how that is. And is that awkward for your family? I mean, they're well, probably I not. sort of lied to my family and Discovery because I told <laughs> I told Discovery that my Maybe parents... Maybe she's not as like, authentic as I thought. <laughs> I, well, I, my parents would not have done it. Sure. And they, my dad would, would have not let me drop out of school. Um, and so I told Discovery Channel that my parents were on board. Let's do this. And then my parents just didn't know that. And then... The, crew showed up and they're like what's going on and why aren't you in california at school and so i was like what everyone's moving in yeah so the 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 team like the camera crew is like so julie and i watched the bachelor so is it kind of like that where over the bachelor where they're like on top of you all the time a producer over here yeah we had a crew of like 18 and but so so wow. there are the main so the who A-team. like lived like right around yeah your- we built like this little like apartment thing in a kitchen for the crew because they all came and there was like right across from our house and our house is right next to the airport okay. and that's where everything happened because okay. our family ran the airport um and so yeah the crew we would wake up in the morning and then from the second we woke up to the time pretty much we went to bed they would follow us around but then they become family like two of them ended up living with my parents for a while after the show <laughs> really? they lived at the, our cabin they just fell in love with it and my parents didn't want the like crew to leave because you're with them all the time and we just like goofed off the whole time and just had so much fun were they were they from the lower 48 or mm-hmm. yeah yep, so these were, were people there for the first time yeah yeah two of them were on ice road truckers so they had, uh, oh, had okay. um, previously worked in Alaska and then another 
other one was on Deadliest Catch. So mm-hmm. they they are really really talented, hardworking people. Like the crew is just insane, and that's the same with the um, IMAX film. Like yeah. our our camera guys, like they they're up before we are. They're staying up way later. They're carrying all this gear like up cliffs and like mountains and in rain and it's frozen outside. So they're they're amazing. Yeah, that's hardcore. But, yeah. So last thing on the re- reality TV show, I, I, this fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Um, were there any like moments where you're like, all right, I got it. It was such a big conflict with your family, your parents or something like that. that you're like, all right, no cameras, shut the cameras off. We got to handle this situation or yeah was it <laughs> we, we or were, tell me the most stressful yeah, like the, the most i think we were everyone in our family's open book awkward. and i our love thing, awkward yeah we so our family we don't fight like right, we're okay. all best friends and so i think sometimes the crew would want us to especially me and my sister they would want us to tip, have some conflict but right. just didn't we're like we're not gonna fight with each other right but the one time sort of sad it actually is very sad um my a, a friend committed suicide and i got a call and when the camera was, was rolling and uh, yeah, I was just like, get away, get, like, get away. yeah, right. but they didn't, and it ended up being a really powerful moment on the show, which I'm glad they actually captured, um, because our show is very, very honest and real, and it shows how hard it is growing up in a village, and there, it, there's a lot of darkness, it's not just a bunch of Eskimos playing with, like, polar bears and hanging out and kissing each other's noses, it's actually, <laughs> like, pretty dark at times, and so right. they did a really good job on showing the struggles in our community and in the life in these remote places and so um it was hard but then um, i the camera people they did their job and our producers and um they got like the aerial ugly ugly crying right so it's like uh but it was was pretty heartbreaking well i want to talk about your charity uh popping bubbles it's your charity endeavor uh it helps with suicide prevention Mm -hmm. uh but let's get into uh, into america's wild so the movie premiered uh, this week yep. here in DC, and that's why you're here in DC, and you were at the premiere. How'd it go? It was it was so much fun. So Kathy, the one that got me on this show, yep. um, she came, and then we had a couple. I my girlfriend from Alaska flew in, and then um, our other girlfriend, um, Kathy's friend, and we just went and like good drinks, good food, nice. um, 3D glasses. Every like it was just really fun. And, and it was then, at the Air and Space Museum, and yep. they've got like a. IMAX 3D theater. Yeah, there. it's 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 pretty amazing. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't. It's it's so different than reality TV because reality, like you know, they don't really edit it much. <laughs> and right. This movie, I'm like, I hope I'm in it. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, so I hope edits. I didn't get edited out. Right. But Morgan Freeman narrated it. <laughs> yeah, and we wow. filmed for oh, like you can't two do years. Better than that, yeah, yeah, my God. he's amazing. Yeah. He says my name. Yeah. I'm like Morgan Freeman said my name. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to record. Like I want to get it for my phone. Right. But um. But it was it was it was cool the premiere because it just makes you reflect on everything that you did through for the last two years and then seeing the footage you're like holy crap these camera guys are unbelievable they're like stars they're, they're so they're stars yeah. they're yeah. amazing and our sound guys and the music was great and um it, they just put it together it was beautiful was that the first time you saw the finished mm-hmm. product? wow yes yeah. really so cool. i saw a rough cut because we went to sundance yeah. two weeks ago in utah for the film festival and had it screened there um and so i saw it but it wasn't it was like on a small screen and it was nothing like this but um 
yeah, it was just really neat. I was moved by it. It made me want to go play outside. So I'm just like, perfect. <laughs> so that's what the movie's about. It's yeah. about getting outside. Like, tell us the yeah. premise of the movie and who's in it with you. So it's, I say Mother Nature's a star because it's about how beautiful America is and all these hidden gems. But it's me and the first Native American astronaut mm. traveling across America and teaching kids about the outdoors and about the activities that you could do in the outdoors. Um, so we started in New York and then... Um, then we hopped over to Oregon, Utah, Arizona, California, um, and then went to like Tennessee, North Carolina, Florida, Texas, St. Louis. All those places have good outdoor yeah. spots. Yeah, it's wow. amazing how um, accessible like nature is if you just go out and like search for it. Yeah, but, I would just think you'd go to the Grand Canyon, yeah, or Yosemite, or yeah. the, the hot spots. But I know. I, I I'm glad. Like I, St. Louis, St. Louis. Yeah, we did the. Sorry, to our St. Louis listeners. No, no offense to them. <laughs> I actually had a really good time in St. Louis. So, um, but yeah, it was just really neat. I my favorite part about this whole industry is like I'm constantly learning. Like everywhere I go, I'm meeting new people. I'm learning about food. I'm learning about different cultures. And then I get to see these beautiful places that we're so lucky to like live close to. And so, um, yeah, I, I just feel like this was my dream job. I've always wanted to do something like this. And yeah, dreams come can, true, kids. Can, can, can you pick, pick a favorite spot? That you went throughout the country here. Hood River, Oregon, Hood hands River, down. Oregon. I okay. learned how to kiteboard there. Hmm. I sucked. Yeah. I was so bad. But then throughout the day, I got better and better. And I, I, I've I, never been happier. Like, it was wow. so fun. And I love it because you have Mount Hood there. You have the river. You have these amazing forests. The mountain biking there. I'm obsessed with mountain biking. The mountain biking was unbelievable. You could go and pick plums off the tree and eat them. There's apples everywhere. Like, there's just so much. Like, the people have have that nice weathered look where you could just tell they're like roughing it <laughs> yeah. and i love it and yeah. so everyone was just so kind and dirty and like half the half the town is walking around with a broken arm because you're they're like like just doing <laughs> whatever stuff. outdoor yeah. sports yeah. 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 yeah so i i'm like i'm currently looking at some not a place there milk. to yeah no cows there broken like yeah. arms and stuff but that's how i judge places like how many people look like they're injured and then you're <laughs> like that place is good. yeah those people okay. are living yeah, yeah. They are. They yeah. are. I love. It. Well, I'm constantly getting injured too, but and or like knocking my teeth. I knocked these suckers out seven times. Wow. So, oh so I'm, you got a good dentist. They look I have good. a great dentist. He's yeah. awesome. I think he's tired of me though. And now I'm part <laughs> Swedish because these guys are from Sweden. Oh, yeah. 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 Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Splurge. Um, so the storyline is just you guys traveling the country, right? Mm -hmm. There's no other like. There's not like a. I'm looking for like a dramatic like a narrative, like, or, narrative something. or something. So yeah. like, it was originally about trailblazers, okay. trails and trailblazers. And so um, like the kelp trails where like from cat, like sort of like Mexico all the way up to Alaska. And so it started off very much about trails, the Appalachian Trail, PC, the PCT, like all these different trails. But then after the director started working with me and the astronaut, he was like, Nope, changing everything. You just change course. Change huh. course completely. Huh. So the first script I read is night and day different than how it turned out. Wow. Um, yeah, and so that was cool, though, how it's transformed over time. And now, like, the heart of it is just getting kids back outside. Cool. Because, and I had a really interesting um, conversation with my dad the other day. He's like, why do you care so much? Like, why? Why? what if it's okay if kids are constantly on their phone? And it's like, it is as part of, like, the, the times we're in but for me he made me think because I was like 
if kids aren't actually getting dirty, if they're not jumping in the ocean, if they're not smelling like the tundra or the trees or the flowers, why would they care about the planet? Like Mm -hmm. why, if you're not actually physically touching something, you don't care about it. And so for me is like, if these kids aren't outside, if they're not climbing trees, why would they care about the trees and protecting them? And so that's sort of like what I'm, um, it's a message that I really want people to hear is just like that's why is like because we want i mean this is our home and then we need to take care of it and if these kids aren't playing out they're not gonna get that i love it uh so you'll be touring around the country 60 different spots to promote this movie Mm -hmm. where can our listeners see the movie so you could go to the website and it will tell you the list of um imax theaters around america that it will be showing so it it opens to the public on February 14th. If you have a ho- nice Valentine's Day, um, it will be playing at the IMAX Theater. And there's another IMAX Theater here in D.C. Close by here. It has okay. a crazy name. Advar who's yep, uh, yeah that one. Oh, yeah. So right. we'll be playing wow. there. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, yeah, it didn't come out, though. Yeah, it was it the start of it. <laughs> Advar, Udvar, Udvar, So we'll be playing there, okay. And then it will be playing across America, all over, like in California, Seattle, all, um, Phoenix, like all over. And then we're going starting in March. We go to like Mexico City, Israel, um, Brazil, um, and we're yeah we're hopping all over the world because the brand USA, which was one of our partners for the film, they're goal is to get international people to america and so this was um and so it's going to be playing a lot internationally and getting hopefully getting people to travel here awesome well i'm sure there's a number of uh scenes where you're out running this is a running podcast so um i want to touch on that and i'm very excited that you have a amazing streak going i love streaks as the audience knows <laughs> this is <laughs> this is a developing uh, story <laughs> yeah, so tell, tell us about your streak okay. your running streak so i've been running every single day since august 2 2001 august 2 2001 yeah wow. I ran with like sprained ankles broken ribs broken collarbone no teeth obviously. Uh, spring She's break so in cabo that was a hard one <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's way hard yeah but way harder than broken bones yeah, yeah. i ran on on a plane to japan i ran tell on us a, about that i yeah. um what i begged like, like you were running up and down the aisle yeah while people were sleeping so i have to it has to be i have to run every like in the 24 hour mark like sure. so i yeah. was coming up close on my 24 hours and i like went and just talked to the ladies in the back and they were like if you're quiet we'll let you go for 20 minutes wow. and oh i made gosh. it for 13 it was That's the shortest i ever ran yeah because people started complaining um <laughs> people they're like, the worst gonna ruin my streak. no so that was hard <laughs> but yeah i just jogged up and down the aisle and That's then incredible. i um, ran on a sailboat in nicaragua that was a hard one my crewmates we were filming a um sperry topsider shoes mm-hmm. we were shooting a show for them um but my my crew hated me after a while because they could hear my footsteps in the like at three in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> just like running in place. And then finally, I got our producers to um, they would just get a dinghy boat and dinghy me to shore so I could run in the morning. Right. So so sometimes actually is a pain in the butt. Like I'm like ah oh, man, maybe I should like what if I just broke my leg and the streak is over because it's sometimes it's annoying. Yeah. Like, especially oh no, for the that's pe- difficult. My sisters yeah. can't stand my streak. Like totally. we're on vacation and I'm like ah oh, getting up to run and they're like ah yeah. oh, just sleep in (laughs) i i feel their pain yes my wife can't stand my streak or uh, things yeah if i yeah so i get it i love it it's my it's the one consistent thing that i have in my life Mm -hmm. like my job and my like this path that i've 
like have chosen or like I I'm on um it's just all over the place and so I know every day I'm gonna wake up brush my teeth and just start running (laughs) and then I love it because I'm running in such beautiful places or unique places and so it's the best way to see a new city a new place it's the best way to like just look around and and I've never gone on a run and felt worse after like I always feel better yeah and so it's like my yeah I'm gonna keep going until um I had to get a cortisone shot in my hip like a year and a half ago. I could run. I just couldn't walk. Like I had to run everywhere because right. I like hurt my hip to walk. <laughs> oh my and gosh. so my, thank God I have like an awesome uncle who's a doctor. And I was like, just do it. Yeah. And so I, yeah, we exchanged it for, I brought him a bottle of wine and he gave me a cortisone shot. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's all good. Like I, I know it's like a bandaid, but um, I started doing just like a lot more strength. Like yeah. just strengthening up my hips and so i'm blessed with horrible native hips like our like our the natives have like really narrow hips and so it's just constantly um Grinding. and o- and overuse i'm sure but yeah. um so is that a labral issue that you yeah. have yeah yeah it sort of sucked but now i feel no pain yeah the cortisone um, shot and then the hip strengthening you're and good the to go wine yep. too. and the wine and yeah. the wine yeah. Yeah. yep yeah. Yeah. a lot and you know what helped a lot mountain biking yeah so before that i just ran and so mountain i think mountain biking really helped my my hip flexors a lot but yeah i just love running and i got it though from my mom so she was the one august 2nd her birthday okay and um august 2 is her birthday and that's my where my streak started because she um she's been running every day too for since college and my mom's 58 she's run wow. every day as well oh so goodness. she has a longer streak than you so, so okay so she she stopped a couple of times because she got really sick for like had a flu and then she's not as anal about it as i am but she's maybe in the last like 30 years has missed seven days wow wow yeah even even uh what what did she do when she was pregnant um she probably like took some time off but she was i think she was like 20 like late 20s when she had us so the street happened like she ran off her pregnancy weight like pretty quick and um yeah she just she loves it she runs like we our our village is right by this crazy big like big mountain. She she runs it every day, and like it could up be up the mountain. Yeah, me and my mom have done it where it was negative fifty outside, blowing. That's, that's very cold. Very very cold. <laughs> but we just cover our whole face and we get a rope and tie each other to it because you can't see anything because it's so windy and it's dark and so. We're, but it's so fun. Yeah, it's like it's just a challenge though, and we just we're just laughing the whole time and um. But it's just it makes it makes everything interesting. So what's the difference between you and your mom where you have to run every day and you want a streak and she's okay with missing a day? <sighs> what's it, what really is it question. in you that, 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 that needs this streak or wanted this to be a streak? Ooh, that's a really good question. I, I'll have to think about it. I, I, well, one, I think I'm pretty much addicted. Like mm-hmm. I, like I, I, I can relate. Yep. I can't imagine not running. And mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, I'm addicted to it. I, I figure that's a better addiction than some other sure, things I yeah. could be it's addicted a good vice, to. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm. My mom is pretty laid back, but um, she, like me, I have to run right when I wake up, or I get it's like. There's been times where I had to wait till like six p.m. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe like ten times out of my this whole streak, it's been not when I just woke up, and mm-hmm. it drives me crazy. Like I'm yeah. not as pleasant of a person. Yeah. I can't focus. I just um I just don't like myself as much until after I run, if that makes sense. No, but, um, I, I've said the same thing on the show, except I always run at the end of the day. <laughs> so I'm just a miserable person to be with all day long. 
That's so There's funny. Some truth to that. I mean, that's a good angle for yeah. uh, for the uh, reality TV show. I mean, that's, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that could be your. We're angle. gonna transform you. Yeah, yeah. a morning. But I don't. Yeah, my mom like she could wait all day though, and then still like enjoy the day. But I just I've tried it, and it just doesn't work for well, me. I, I think a lot of our audience can relate, and I think you're right. There's a lot worse vices, and you're a better person because of it. So good on you. Yeah. Uh, you well, run for you though. Like, yeah. Do you wish that you weren't? As no, no? okay, no. cool. I, do you wish that you weren't weren't as addicted to it? No, no. <laughs> so I, there's maybe been like a day or two where I'm just like, man, I wish I didn't have this feeling that I had to do it. The, but you know, the, the right. only thing I mean, it, now she and I are like really. You guys are wired yeah, very oh, different, yeah. totally. very much the same. Very Sorry. much the same. Like uh, the only thing is. Like sometimes it's like such a stress on our family yeah. with we got two young boys and so she has to pick up slack because yeah. she knows I got to get the run in. Yeah. And she's I have to say very accommodating. Uh, uh, I've got some other other friends. It's very that, nice of you. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'm very accommodating. But but it is a you thing. You go out the door but doesn't mean I'm happy about it all but the time. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you and, and we're getting now we're getting into like marriage the weeds. counseling. Oh, I love yeah. it yeah, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm no, 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 so it's no, like, no. It's no. like the the first thing that we talk about if we're both not working that day is she's like, all right, when are you going to get your run in? I mean, it's not the first thing we talk about, but it is a topic yeah. that um, because I, I would love to go first thing, but sometimes the kids and she works and all this stuff. So it's uh, it, it's a little bit more difficult, but it does sort of dominate sometimes our uh, our day, uh, or at least our morning before it's done. Well, and let's ask done. let's ask a legitimate question. Yeah, what do you consider a run? Like, what is satisfying to you in terms of a run? Like, I mean, so the you wake up in the morning, minutes, but yeah. yeah, right. But like on the daily, like, yeah. do you set out what you want to do? Is it always I, like thirty minutes, or you just kind of go I out and go, see how you feel? I I've, I'm figuring like I like around like an hour fifteen ish, um, right around there. But some days I go like. Lately, it's been like 45 minutes. Just like some days I have to get up at two in the morning yeah. to go on a run. Um, and so those days is like 40 minutes. Yeah. And so, but usually I don't use a watch. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, um, I just go until I like feel like if I, and it depends like on my work day, like on days that I don't have a lot to do, I'll go for like two hours. But then days that I have stuff, it will be 30 minutes. So it's just as long as I just like, and I'm not fast. Yeah. Like I just, I am, I'm not racing. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I just like just breathing a little bit harder. And, um, lately I've been listening to podcasts on my run because I love learning. Just, Pace I just, the nation. Pace the nation. Yeah. I think I'm going that tomorrow. That's my run. Yeah. But yeah. Um, let me ask a question when, so growing up, you said you grew up in a small village. Um, is this part of the culture Are people, I mean, obviously I would assume people are very, very active, but within your village, like, do other people run or is this like your family's thing? And they're like, what those crazy people are out <laughs> strapping each other to a rope. And it's sort of, um, our, it's our thing. Our, vil- I, it's so cold there. It's, um, and it's so windy. And so a lot of people have basketball, basketball, wrestling. Those are two Indoor like, I, sports. Mm-hmm, that's I play. That's what I did growing up was wrestling and basketball and cheerleading volleyball, but mostly basketball and wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just the environment is so harsh. So a lot of people are like, when they get up there, you look outside and it's seriously, you can't see anything. It's just blowing. So your first, usually your first thought is, it's not 
oh, I want to go out there. <laughs> like right. that looks fun. Right. It's usually not that, but yeah, there, there's a couple in the movie. We talk a lot about running, um, but there's the Navajo people. They in um, Canyon de Shea, Arizona. They're a big running culture. Mm-hmm. Like they wake up and then they run to the east. And it's like, it's very beautiful. And I learned a lot about that culture and how they are runners. Like they're all runners. Yeah. There's actually a lot of kids that have come out of the Navajo Nation um, who are running like Division One in the NCAA. Yeah. 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 So it's happening more and more frequently that yeah. it's translating translating out into the college scene too so yeah, it's pretty that's neat. so awesome yeah like, that makes me so happy that's that's cool and there's a, the, the guy sean martin who i filmed with in canyon de Shea. they do this ultra marathon there and we filmed it and there's wild horses running around and we were running in mud up to our knees like it was the mm. rain the day before and it's just crazy because it's in this crazy canyon but he coaches um these kids and teaches them to run and they're all so fast Mm -hmm. and they're so it's so natural for them it's really Mm -hmm. beautiful but well speaking of where you're from you're you're doing a lot of good uh with your charitable endeavor uh popping bubbles so Mm -hmm. tell us about that so popping bubbles um it started as a a suicide prevention um because i so i had like 13 kids in my class and six died by suicide Mm -hmm. um Hold on a second. You had 13 kids yeah. total in your class. And these are kids that I was like babies growing up until we graduated. And half of them committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And I have I know over 41 like friends and family members that died by suicide. So it's just... And all her- those people are from Alaska or from yeah, your area? From, from my area. Wow. Just in my village. And we have like 650 people. Um, so it's an epidemic. It's sad. Like I just... We just lost someone like two two months ago um it's ever it's it's horrible and and so so when my best friend my best friend did it and this kid like college good looking so funny we went to prom together me and him like just the coolest guy and he did it out of the blue and i was just like shocked Mm. and so from then on i was like "Um, how do we teach people that life is worth living and that's for me that's how you end suicide you got to get these kids excited to wake up in the morning and so the name came like all i feel like all of us live in our own little bubble especially in these remote places mm-hmm. we're scared to leave the village we were scared to try new things or to talk to people that look different from us and so we would just be so much happier if we popped each other's bubbles and um so so for me like I'm just trying to get kids excited to wake up in the morning, get them excited to set goals. Um, So we do a lot of motivational speaking. Um, We just got these scholarships to send kids to an art camp in um, California, which is really cool. Idlewild um, Art Camp. Woo, if you're listening. Um, And so for me, it's just exposing these kids to all these opportunities because they don't like... A lot of them don't want to be actors or TV personalities, sure. but they might want to be teachers or plumbers or doctors or pilots. And so I'm getting this team together where the, these professionals could come and talk to the kids about their journey and just show them that there's like the possibility of happiness out there. And because these kids, there it's, it's a really harsh environment. Like you go to school, it's dark, you yeah. Get home, it's dark. It's the depra- nutrition is hard, it's cold. Yeah. And we lose so many people. And so we don't, like, we're not learning coping skills. A lot of the, honestly, like, the biggest thing is when these, like, kids break up. Like, when they break up with their boyfriend and girlfriend, that's when it happens. Mm. And they don't know how to cope with mm. loss and, um, 
like heartbreak and so it's like teaching them it's like hey like life is gonna suck sometimes mm -hmm. but it could get it will get better and then when it's better no it's gonna suck again and it's, that's part of life is up and down if it was just a flat line it would be so boring and so just teaching them that just like hey hold on for the ride you're it's, you're going to be happy. You're going to be sad. You're going to be mad. You're going to be frustrated. But let's learn how to like hopefully have more happy days than than sad ones. And so it's just part of um, we still have a lot of work to do. And it's hard to measure if what I'm doing is working. Mm -hmm. um, I'll get letters and stuff from people saying like it's help, but then it's so hard to measure. And then and then just being like it's taken a toll on me a lot and th thank god for running because that's my time to like cry right. by myself and like get get my emotions and stuff back in check but um it's hard and i my parents are like why out of all the things you could be like passionate about why does it have to be suicide right, right. and so it's really hard on my parents because i have sure. like i'm just just constantly dealing with a lot of loss but loss and darkness and yeah, yeah it's really yeah depressing. but i'm not stopping like i'm yeah, gonna figure out like how to get these kids excited and yeah. That's well, good. It, that's, that, awesome. that's awesome. It's pop, poppingbubbles.org yep. is are the you, name of the Are website. you doing a lot of work inside uh, the of the village that you come from, or is it other villages? In, is it just in Alaska? Like, where are you reaching to? So most of it is in, like, northern Canada. Okay. I've been there up there a bunch. I do a lot in Alaska. Um, I Lately, I'm going to more um, reservations. Okay. So I went to Arizona. I'm going to New Mexico at the end of the month. Um, so I'll, I'll go anywhere cause suicide is not just in, it's, it touches everybody mm -hmm. and it's, I mean, like it's it, in cities, it's all over the place. So wherever people invite me, like I'll, I'll go, but it's mostly in, um, these remote places wow. and cause it is the, um, the harshest or it's like st statistically where it happens the most. And so I figure I should be at those places. Wow. That's amazing. All right. We're with Ariel Tweedo and we're going to get you out of here in a moment. The movie is Into America's Wild. McGillivray Freeman yep. is the close uh, enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, yeah. You 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 pronounce yeah, their name McGillivray Freeman. Freeman, and yeah. so they put the movie. Yeah, uh, they did. Um, out, so right? their movie they did To Fly, which okay. is the longest running IMAX film ever, cool. and it still plays at the Air and Space Museum. But they did that. They did Everest. Okay. Um, and. Um, they've done they've done a lot. They've made like forty two IMAX movies, but awesome. they're they're family now. Like that's cool. Yeah, they're they're the most amazing. People. How long is the movie? It's about an hour, a little an less hour, than an hour. Minutes. Okay, mm -hmm. all right, cool. All right, just a couple quick hitters before we get you out of here. What uh, Docs has been to Alaska. Mm -hmm. uh, I wonder yeah. if your fa your your favorite places are the same. favorite favorite trail in Alaska. Yeah, favorite spot in Alaska in Anchorage. <laughs> to run in oh, to, well i'm so lucky my parents have a place in the city now and it's right by kincaid park oh yeah 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 Yeah. so i run in the kincaid trails all the time nice. okay. yeah i love it where's yours a coastal trail uh no i think i well i like running around the hospital trails yeah goose is, lake yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, oh exactly. i love those trails yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so i went to um when i was 16 i moved to anchorage because we didn't have mm -hmm. enough kids to play sports um and so I lived by myself in a little apartment right by Goose Lake, and that's where I would run before school. Oh, and cool! I, I loved it. Yeah. All right, oh, we got Julie. We got to get out there. We're gonna bring our kids out. We're yeah, gonna see come and visit. Yeah, yeah, we definitely will. All right, favorite marathon that you've run? Boston. Boston. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And you've done seven marathons. Mm -hmm. Boston's your favorite. Yeah, Alaska was great too. That we have the midnight sun run, so it starts at midnight. It's mm -hmm. in the during summer solstice, so you're running. It's like completely bright out but it's midnight okay and it's it's cool because the energy is like the energy around that time is really great okay um 
besides your own show, favorite TV show? Do you watch TV? I don't watch TV. Don't watch I honestly, I watch TV star doesn't. I watch, watch TV. the um, Golden Girls and Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> I, they're my you. they're my role models. Like I want a long career like like them. And they're all their all their shows are funny and universally um you you, you could relate to them. Okay. And um they're family friendly. Like they're not overly like sexualized. Like right. look at me. I look like a twelve year old boy. <laughs> uh, and so like I just I, she so does not look like a twelve year old boy yeah. for the record. <laughs> we'll tweet out a picture, but, but no. no so I watch the like Golden okay. Girls. I love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke, but I, I honestly don't. I, I I like being outside. All right. So <laughs> I, I, then this next one is probably not going to be relevant. Then favorite reality TV star besides yourself, of course. Um. Because I feel like reality TV stars get together and they have this thing. No, we definitely it's don't. Like, well, maybe in the Discovery world, it's a little bit different. different. But if you're talking, about, like if you're talking about ABC, yeah. like yeah. probably not. Something tells well, me I, they don't roll with I the same crowd. I got to know the um, Deadliest Catch Boys okay. pretty well. We did actually did a um, convention or did, so, what was it? It was some kind of meet and greet here in DC. And then me and the guys went out. And then had to uh, like had a thing the next morning, and from then on, Discovery never let us like go out together. together. <laughs> this is a disaster. So it the deadliest catch guys yeah, are your favorite reality yeah, TV were, stars. They, they are fun. stars. That that's yeah. good. Uh, favorite uh, mainstream movie. Ooh, she doesn't watch movies either. I, I know. Like I, I've I've seen some movies. Yeah. Um, I wonder who's seen more. But you know that, like, I, f- I fly a lot, and that's when I see most of the movies. Yeah. But she's Same. running on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a problem. I know. Yeah. I, uh, no, that, and that's where I watch all my movies is when I'm flying. So yeah. I've gotten to see quite a few. My pro- uh, a League of Their Own, maybe? Okay. Aww, there you go. That's, that's good. a good one. Yeah, good. or Now and Then. I, I haven't oh, seen either of them, but I, I, I loved it. I loved What's them. Now and Then? What's that one? It's a girls' movie. Yeah. Growing up, it's like they're all best girlfriends, and then they're still like best girlfriends as an adult, as adults, so they tell the story in two different ways. Yeah, okay. it's really cool. And Stand By Me. I love Stand By Me. So, yeah, those ones. All right, so those are good ones. All right, final question of my quick hitters here. Favorite moment of the Marine Corps Marathon after party that you went to? Because she went to the Marine Corps Marathon, the famous Marine Corps Marathon oh, yeah. finish line after party. Favorite moment from there? You know what? It was probably cleaning up with everybody after. Because yeah. <laughs> then we got to like, we were having drinks and yep. then and trying to get rid of all our food. So we would run over to the Marine guys and just like <laughs> throw like cupcakes over the fence. And, <laughs> right. and they were so appreciative and so nice and so hungry. Yeah. There's those a, are very there's hungry. A long That's day. a good yeah. thing to remember it's, too. Yeah. Those guys are out there for a long they're time. They're out there for a long time and they're like, they, guys yeah, and gals, sorry. Yeah. And they deserve cupcakes. Yeah. And they loved them. But <laughs> and that breakfast was fun. sandwiches. They get breakfast yeah. sandwiches too it I was can. yeah that was fun i'm excited i'm coming next year nice awesome. maybe right. i'll run it next year yeah absolutely well you'll be able to meet her next year there but in the meantime you got to go out and see ariel's movie she is a co-star into into america's wild uh it'll be showing throughout the country on valentine's day so i, I agree great valentine's day uh activity go see your movie um and tweet us let us know uh, what you thought of it if you if you go out and see it so ariel this has been awesome. Thank you so much. We'll have to have you back in town or on, on the show when you come back from Marine Corps. Yeah. Really, really appreciate your time. Thank you guys so much. This was really fun. She was awesome. All right. There she goes. It's Ariel Tweedo. She joined us uh, on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this.
All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Ariel Tweedo for joining us today on Pace the Nation. You can follow her and give her a follow. Stop what you're doing. Stop mm-hmm. passively listening. And Correct. S- and and stop what you're doing, Julie. I'm talking to you. Stop oh, what you're sorry. Doing. Yes, oh my gosh. Yes. yes, sorry. And give her a follow. It's Ariel Tweedo on Instagram. So that's uh, Ariel and Tweedo, all one word on Instagram. But spell Tweedo. Yeah, Tweedo is good. Good point. T W E T O. Correct. Ariel good job. Tweedo. Now yeah. use it in a sentence. <laughs> I like to tweeto on Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, that that's <laughs> not a good. It's not a good sentence. Not, no, I like to tweet. I enjoyed yeah. hosting Ariel Tweeto. Yes, yeah, yeah, so that's a much oh, better. Very good. Okay, that's got a much it. better sentence. I did enjoy it. She was. Yeah. Uh, she was awesome. Really good. So, um, Julie, g- before you showed up today, because you were the last one to arrive. Before the guest. Before the guest. Yes. Right. Uh, I told Farley that I was in a bad mood today, and he says, well, we have the perfect guest for you <laughs> because she's so positive, and uh, she'll cheer you up. It worked. Yep. It, I, I've not seen Doc smile mm-hmm. or laugh that much during mm-hmm. an interview. I was blown I away. Know. Well, this is only your third episode. <laughs> I know, but I was blown away at Doc's reaction. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was really well, fun. Well, he's finally got his shot for Survivor. I think I she already finally. forgot about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, no, why no. don't we tweet-o her about it? <laughs> well... Everybody, tw- everybody, continue to tweeto Mark Brunette, and she's got okay. the angle to Mark Brunette. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, Let's is, do is it. he the creator or founder? He, of- he is. I, I think that I think that if her friend reached out to Mark Brunette, that might work. I think everybody tweeting to Mark Brunette won't work. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, right. I, this we have an invested interest in this too because if he gets picked up on Survivor, oh, well, number one, we won't have a, the third person. He's not going to call in from that's true some remote uh-huh. island. So I don't know what we're going to do at that Hiatus. period. But like Hiatus PTN is going to go oh, skyrocketing. Gonna <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be the number off. one podcast so, on Twitter. Uh, yes. I like Twitter that. on Twitter. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> 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 yeah. Got it. Yes. You guys are going to struggle without me. I can tell you that. Yeah. Hiatus. Holy cow. For sure. I I think I told you this story, but I'm not sure. But I listened to another podcast and there's a former Survivor winner that is on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like last spring, they would say, oh, okay, hey, Tyson, you know, he's having technical difficulties. He would come in. He would be like, hey, guys, how's it going? They'd they'd talk for like two minutes. And he says, oh, my kid's crying. I need to go check on her. And he'd disappear for the rest of the show. (laughs) And this happened like six weeks in a row where, you know, he was like, hey, guys, I I can only talk for a minute. We're on our way to the airport. Family's going to Hawaii. Every week, it was like six weeks in a row. And like, I don't like spoilers. So I didn't know that he was going back on Survivor, which this next week they're doing an all winter season 20. They're bringing back 20 winners. He was was gone for six weeks recording Survivor. And apparently everybody else knew it except for me. And I was getting so mad at him because I was like, he's not taking this podcast serious. (laughs) I was like so mad that they did that. And then when they announced him, I was like, that's why he was like, those were pre-recorded clips. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think she is your angle. She's your angle. I hope so, but you, maybe you can follow up I'll, on that I, I because you know I'm, I'm incompetent in this area. <laughs> the movie is <laughs> Into America's Wild again, so go out and see it uh, when it comes out February 14th. And most importantly, uh, which I can't believe that we haven't talked about right. this or, yep. or we went this whole interview without talking about this, she shows up with five coffees in hand. Personalized. Into the studio. Yeah. And when I saw her walking in, I was like, oh, this is going to be awkward. I don't drink coffee. I've never had a <laughs> cup of coffee in my life. Right. I, I hate that in- interchange, especially like 
if she went out of her way to buy coffee yeah. and she goes, okay, who's the hot chocolate? <laughs> I know. Like, it's amazing. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, she got- it's never she got, been more me. She yeah. didn't just get five generic coffees. She got the right order for everybody. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what a guest should do. Bring <laughs> us gifts, bring us snacks, bring, bring us, us- coffee. Personalized. Bring us personalized, personalized hot beverages snacks. on yep. a cold hot day. Hot beverage order, right? Yeah. 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 Maybe we should name all of the beverages that came and we obviously know what yours is now, but yeah. mine's a hot chocolate. We could decide yeah. what everyone mm-hmm. else is. Maybe they, maybe the loyal followers will be able to figure it out. Skim yeah. chai tea latte for me. Yeah. Okay, you just ruined the game. <laughs> <I know, laughs> sorry. It's over already. Well, what's your order? <laughs> a latte. Yeah, I just, just a plain old latte. <laughs> I yeah. get the game now, but I yeah, I was gonna like <laughs> name all the drinks, and so, you uh-huh. can pick the host yeah. or the Whoever. executive producer. Whoever matches... Ruined immediately. <laughs> I would edit that out, but that's better the way it went, actually. Whoever... This is the game. Whoever matches the correct drink with uh, the correct host gets to open their own Pacers franchise. <laughs> uh, I don't like that game. <laughs> I don't like that game. Yeah. Yeah. No strings attached. No money down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, the movie is Into America's Wild. Go check it out. February 14th. It is awesome. All right, I want to tackle this shoe situation one more time. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's a funny way to say it. <laughs> all, all the tackle shoe situation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, Football maybe season's over. Me. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but and tackling's uh, not very nice. The, the this carbon plate shoe situation has been all in the news. I'm not mm-hmm. sure our, our listeners really care about it. They, <laughs> I think people do because it's affecting I, the general don't. public as well. As I bet far, they don't. Like the general runner. I, think they, I, think I don't they think they don't care. I think they do. I think that let's get a vote. I think no, the people who are I running d- in these Nike four percents have 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 seen significant differences and significant improvements. It's just, it's just funny that you say like for the third week in a row. I want to <laughs> no, talk about this topic, nobody, which no I don't think our listeners want to hear. I just I want to I want them to lock in and I want them to I take I want them to like the thing yeah. that I like. No, I just wanted them to listen here one more time. Cuz I think we've explained <laughs> like it berating our listeners. <laughs> I'm not sure we've explained it correctly. So Can it can can you guys do me a favor? Like six or seven people just tweet to Farley and say, "We got it. It's great talk." <laughs> like three episodes ago. Yeah. So so, so bring us some new information. Okay. What's I the, heard what's you the, the first time. <laughs> so I just to recap real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nike put a carbon plate in their shoes that have, have basically acted like a spring and given uh, a lot of people uh, a higher level of performance and mostly marathons. And people have been saying they've been improving their marathon times. Nike's claim it's going to increase your performance by 4%. Right. Therefore, they call this the 4% vapor fly. So right. that shoe is... The hottest thing out there right now in all the marathons, it's mm-hmm. a either a pink or green shoe. Anyways, there which was ones would you buy if you got them? Controversy. Uh, Julie has the pink ones. A hot pink. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was some controversy whether they should be allowed or not. Were they Correct. performance enhancing? Mm-hmm. Were they not? Uh, we talked. We've talked about that. Finally, but- the uh, USATF and the. USO is that the Olympic Committee? USOC. USOC. Mm-hmm. You didn't let him finish. So they were. Yeah. So they were. <laughs> cut him off right <laughs> before yeah. he got right. to screwed the it up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Right. So they were. They are authorized and legal for use in the Olympic trials and the Olympics. Okay. As well, long as they have one carbon plate. Okay. The the IAAF ruled on the Olympics, not the USOC. Oh, they. Oh, so it's well, the USOC doesn't rule whether or not you can use them in the Olympics. Okay, okay. So I A A F. It would be the IOC, the yes. International Olympic Committee, 
would it's be the governing body that would oversee all of the okay. the federations, which are the like for us is the USOC, the right. US Olympic Committee. Honestly, I don't know why people don't get this story. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Understand. I know. Anyway, so what's let's so add, unclear let's, about this? Let's add a new piece of information <laughs> here. All right. So the new piece of information is what you're getting at. Like, like, like come on, get to the point. Uh, is that they've been authorized, and there is a new Alpha Fly shoe that came out. It looks like a space-aged, crazy-looking green shoe that is also authorized and now will be all the rage for, uh, I believe, for the Olympic trials and for the Olympics. So that has been authorized. It has been authorized. So we took the 4%, which was already a controversy, and now we're adding a more controversial shoe. Correct. And that has also been authorized. That's towing the line of what's legal, but they have... uh, it's, It's... it's one step. I mean, it looks like this Alpha Fly shoe. Again, we maybe we can tweet out a picture at Pace the Nation. Um, it looks like a spring. It basically looks like, and that's what the the controversy is: is are these spring shoes that give us an unfair advantage? It looks like a spring, but it only has one carbon plate, so it is authorized. So Let me you'll ask be you able question. to wear it. Let me ask you a question: Why is a carbon plate illegal, or why why do people think that a carbon plate should be illegal when we're carbon based? um now i i can't answer that yeah exactly i don't think anybody could and that's why i I don't see why there's a controversy i think chris can't answer that because he doesn't know what you're talking about (laughs) that's true it's true true too so the nike alpha fly next percent um is is legal and the new news i guess also is that these shoes must be in market for three months before the Olympics. Right, so, so they can't use them in the trials, right? Because I don't think they've been on the market. Correct. Okay. So they can't use those in the trials. I, be- I believe that's the case, unless there's an update in which we will have that here for you first. Yeah. It also has to be made available to the public. Made available to the public, right. exactly. So for three for months. three months, yeah. Right. So I don't think this Alpha Fly will be able to be used at, and we will be on the scene reporting from the Olympic trials. So I'm not sure you can use it there. I think people need to take a look at what this shoe looks like. Yeah, it looks like a spring. It looks like a moon shoe. <laughs> all, I know. All you did right now was you, you just said, this is the last time we're going to talk about it. <laughs> and, now, and, 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 and then and we're going to reintroduce like, it. Exactly. You're like, and we will give you more updates as right. they come in. <laughs> right. Well, well the, the news is that, that they've got to be in the market. So you'll be able to buy these prototype shoes uh, where the companies in the past would debut these shoes on their Olympic athletes at the games. Or at the trials. Or at the trials. Which is what they did with the Vaporfly, Correct. In 2016. 2016. They debuted them at the Olympic trials. Right. Because that's where they want to, you know, make their big splash, but they are not allowed to do that now. So any spike that that, uh, former guest Matthew Sensuitz is wearing at the Olympic trials or at the Olympics is going to be, have to be made available to the public, to the public, not just the elite athletes, which actually that ruling is very interesting to me because it changes the way companies are building these shoes. Right. Because like for some of the athletes that are going to be competing for other, um, for other shoe companies, Right. right. A lot of them are planning on debuting these shoes that match the, Vaporfly at the Olympic trials, trials, right? So how is that affecting them? Are they not allowed to wear those shoes now? Is that what the ruling has come down with? Yeah, I, I don't think they are. So if New Balance is debuting their Saucony's debuting yep. theirs, but that they means can't that, use them. That means only Nike Nike athletes can can have this advantage. 
essentially a non-sponsored athletes. That's my, so the big question going into the Olympic trials is will these athletes get permission to use a pair of Nike shoes when they have a different sponsorship because they may or may not be at a disadvantage. I, I tell you what, to me, this now we're finally getting into a story that I want to talk about. <laughs> right. Because now this sounds like a conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. We're going to... All right. So this isn't the last time we're going to talk about it. We'll we're, be back we're, we're gonna, week. No, we're going to we're gonna watch this like a hawk. At the, We'll be at the trials. Uh, I was talking to Steve from Brooks, who has sponsored us through the trials today, actually, about... Uh, uh, the 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 podcast that we're going to do Friday beforehand. Really excited about that, but we'll cover everything there. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be all over it. I have an idea, mm-hmm. and and we're going to market uh, a a new product. We're gonna we're gonna you know this is the brain trust right now. We're gonna come up with this. It's it's called a shoe slip, and what you do is you buy the vapor flies, and then you we have <laughs> like let's say there's a, there's hook, a, a logo. Yes. On it. Yeah, exactly. You slip it over just like the couch when you were a kid and you're not allowed to be on the couch and you slip it over your shoe and it has a different brand on it. And this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> let's do this. This is awesome. Yeah, it's a great Or we'll idea. just bring like, wh- what was the guy's name that did all the spray painting Jaybird. of the shoes? Let's bring Jaybird. We'll bring Jaybird. Yeah, yeah. Jaybird and he can, yeah. He He'll can just spray dress paint up your shoes. logo. The companies will never know. They'll, they'll, ne- never <laughs> they'll never know. know. Yeah. They'll never, never know. know. Yeah. We're geniuses. I can't believe we're airing this for <laughs> public consumption. I think I think what's a great idea is it will bring a, a spray paint artist, but he'll be working on the shoes like at the start line. Yeah. And so like when they're running, they're at like mile twenty three and it's just like just leaking like, off. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, actually gonna like, paint the streets yeah, of Atlanta. The paints of, yeah, Atlanta. Everybody will know where the route is because there's just like spray paint that, that washed <laughs> off. It's a great brainstorm. Yeah. All right. Well, this one. Well, I so lied. thank you for bringing up the shoe <laughs> conspiracy again. I lied. It's not the last time we talk about it, but it'll be interesting to see what our, our listeners are such suckers <laughs> for falling for that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with six area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we've got a race for everyone as well. Uh, right now, there's you just. Just this past weekend, as this podcast comes out on Monday, uh, we had Love the Run You're With, so we are off and running in our 2020 uh, Pacers Running Race Series. That happened this past weekend. Uh, we've got a number of events for St. Patty's Day. Of course, the GW Parkway Classic, if you want to go up to New Jersey, run the half marathon, the marathon there. Uh, and our latest, newest event that we talked about last week, the DC Half Marathon. Uh, people are signing up. At a brisk pace. So dchalfmarathon.com, sign up now because uh, entries are going to be scarce uh, coming uh, coming soon. Right. And the and the discount's almost about to expire. That's right. Middle of February. Thank mm-hmm. you. Good, good, good plug there. All right. Um, so, Docs, is, now that you've uh, been kind of put in, into a positive space by mm-hmm. Ariel. Um, I need to quickly get my, <laughs> yeah, my balance your back. Your rage yeah. rolling again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's uh, increase that uh, blood pressure and get back to normal. Let's get, <laughs> let's get your rant of the week. Uh, this is becoming a weekly thing. I think mm-hmm. two times makes it a weekly thing. Docs so is row. We have Docs this is row. three in a row. Three in a row. So yeah. what, uh, what's going on? Well, let's make it running related. I, I don't think that last week's rant uh, against whatever I ranted resonated with everybody. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to get back to our roots and, and talk about running. I'll talk about a, a run that I recently went on. Okay. Uh, I I was running down the street, and it's going to be a this is going to be a long build up before I actually get to the rant. So to just pay off, you know, okay. You know, just hang uh, in there. With hang us. in there. Yep. Yeah, you, we'll get there. Don't worry. 
uh, I was running down the street and I saw this guy, he like fell over mm. and you know, he's got his dog and he was like picking himself up. And then I like, as I was approaching, cause I'm really slow. So I could see it was a very long conversation <laughs> as I was approaching, right. as I was approaching, I guess his daughter had just gotten out of school and she was like, Hey dad, what, what happened? And he's like, Oh, I tripped over the curb because of the dog. And, and she was kind of laughing and he's, they both seemed to, you know, be in a good mood about it. So, but I was, you know, I asked anyway, I, I, as I ran by, I turned him and said, Hey, are, are you okay? Uh, just to see if he needed anything or whatever. And he, and he looks at me and he's, you know, he says, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Whatever. And I look at him and I, I probably looked at him a little bit too long, mm-hmm. uh, because then he got like this, this weird look on his face. I was looking at him too long, but it's because he looked kind of like one of my friend's husbands, you know, hmm. which is why I looked at him so long. But then he thought it, I was weird for looking at him for so long. Like as I ran staring by. at him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, stop staring at me. Pal. So, right. yeah. So I, I, I like ran by, but I was, and I was thinking, I was like, oh, he looks just like that guy. But they live out in California. So I was like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't them, but that's why I looked at him for so long. So if he's mm-hmm. listening, that's why. Uh, so then I keep going on my run, and of course, as we talked about it, I, I run, I wait till it's really late at night, <laughs> and so it's getting dark, and I'm running on the trail, and when I turn around and come back, it's already dark, and I see this, this guy who's, I don't know, 50 meters in front of me, and he drops a glove, you know, so I shout to him, I'm like, hey, buddy, you, you, you dropped a glove, you know, and nothing, no response. And I see, so I, I run up and I, I grab the glove and I'm like, hey, buddy, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm yelling at him. Doesn't turn around. Nothing, nothing phases him. And I see he's got his, his earbuds in. So I have to freaking sprint down the trail. I should have just thrown it in the creek. <laughs> but I have to like sprint down the trail the whole time. I'm like, hey, you dropped something. Hey, you dropped something. I, I, I get up on him and I... I tap him on the shoulder because he doesn't respond. And then he like jumps off the trail like I'm, I'm going to kill him or something like that. He had his earbuds in and it, it was so, so loud, loud. He couldn't even hear me. I was, I, was, I was yelling down the trail. And this is, this is what my rant is about is like if you've got your headphones on, you can't have the volume on so <laughs> loud that you can't hear the other people around you. What if I was telling him, hey, there's a bear attacking you. <laughs> hey, buddy, look out yeah. for the bear. Right. Actually, I have a story about that. Yeah. About being attacked by a bear with, with chased with by earbuds. a bear, and I had my earbuds on too loud. There you go. I, I, I could have saved Thankfully your life. It was a, ba- a baby bear. I could have saved your life. Where were um, you in Alaska with <laughs> Ariel? <laughs> no, on a run with Ariel in New Jersey. Wow, we have lots of bears. So you were listening to. Hold on, oh, we're getting away from the rant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I saw, also, one time I saw a bear at the beach in North Carolina, but this is yeah. like again not what we're talking about. So uh, my, my thing to all of you, to all of you listeners, to my co-hosts, apparently, <laughs> like turn your freaking volume down. Yeah. Uh, you have to be able to hear everybody when you're on the trail. You're sharing this trail. Also, you made me have like an unnecessary workout chasing you with your <laughs> stupid glove. I don't appreciate right. that. Right. And then the craziest thing about the story is I go home. And I look at my stack of mail because I've been gone for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I, have, I hadn't opened any, any uh, holiday cards yet. And I, I flip through to uh, my friends who live out in California. I go to their card. And they live a block away from me. It was her <laughs> husband. <laughs> that you were so staring I, at weirdly. Yeah. So I sent an email to her. And I was like, hey, uh, I just saw that you guys live here. And, and she, your and husband fell your down, husband your dog. Fell, yeah. yeah. If you she, want to make fun of him. I didn't, I didn't tell her that. And then she wrote me back and she was like, yeah, we just bought, we just moved back, uh, this summer. Uh, and I think my husband saw you, he fell over and you asked if he was okay. Yeah. 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 So it, it was actually kind of funny because I, he looked like the guy and it was him. Yeah. 
I'm glad he wasn't the guy with the music too with the, loud. Yeah, with yeah. the headphones. The other guy. Yeah. Then you may not be able to look him in the eyes again. No. I know. So the worst part, and I am a, a violator of this, uh, and Chris is too, but I try to keep it so I can hear spatially, right? Yes. Just like you can you listen to your yeah. music or your podcast, but you can be aware if a car is honking at you or yes. some, if somebody's yelling at you, right? Or somebody, somebody's on the bike. Yeah. Like th- this happens on my trail all the time. People will be with their headphones and they like drift into the middle of the trail. Right. They'll do that, but you'll also come up behind them yeah. and you scare the heck out of them. Right. Yes. I'm like, That's hilarious. You are obviously listening to something too loud yeah. if you're just jogging along and just, I'm about to jog by you and I scare you. Or Julie, they're listening to a scary podcast. They could be listening <laughs> to a scary podcast. <laughs> it's possible but yeah. on top of that now and and i have worn this on my run the new airpods from apple which are mm-hmm. noise canceling are incredible but so unsafe yes exactly. i've worn them in the car and i won't wear them in the car again because i can't hear good? anything wow. i can't yeah. hear background noise it's gone yeah so it's like you feel like you're in your own zone and then i'm like oh like there's traffic so it, exactly and then exactly. you gotta be careful as a pedestrian it's yeah we gotta work okay. on that all right so you were chased by a bear yeah yeah it's fine okay wow it's more embarrassing now because her. like chris it killed her literally <laughs> so you know where we got um you remember where we got engaged yep there's the lumber yard Right for, for everybody who doesn't know there. this story, it was on a on a on a on run. a trail on a run, yeah. and uh, and I've been a, there. I know where it was. Too. It's yeah. a it's a trail in Clinton, New Jersey, and it goes. It doesn't go it's, that far, but then no, it, it turns doesn't. into like a switchback trail, yep. which is really pretty. Actually, goes right by my brother's house now. It's, it's along like one point one mile of trail, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, this is the greatest trail in the world." Well, I'm no, like, because it actually goes four miles, but you have to figure out. You have to cross the railroad tracks. So much minutia on this show today. Anyway, 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 wait, wait. So I was getting ready. I'm a chief offender of the minutiae for sure this is the shortest little story but i was getting ready for a race later that day we were actually going i was running professionally at the time i was gonna be racing at henderson high school so i was doing a shakeout run in the morning so i had my headphones on particularly loud because i'm getting myself like in the zone for the day and there's a lumber yard right next to the start of the trail it actually used to be an old train station now it's a lumber yard but i'm jogging down the trail and I see someone ahead of me with a dog and she looks terrified and she starts waving at me. So I, I'm, you know, totally in my zone and I take my headphones out. And I'm like, are you okay? And she was like, did you see the bear? It's chasing you. And I was like, no. And then I turn around and look back at the, the edge of the lumberyard. The guys in the lumberyard were standing like they propped themselves up so they could look over the fence and they were screaming at me that there was a bear because the bear had raced through the lumber yard, like somehow gotten through a wedge in the fence and then came roaring down the trail and apparently like dipped out into the woods right before it got to me. Wow. So this woman was watching this happen. She was walking towards me, seeing that this bear is coming, that these guys are standing up, like propping themselves over the fence and like, what? Like screaming to get my attention. And I'm so in the zone. But almost like, thank God, because I would have been terrified in that moment. But also, like, that changed the way I I listen to music music on the trails. No, literally. You you just said you, like, listen to these things when you're driving. 
no no i tried it and i turned it <laughs> turned. I, now i've now turned it off yeah because uh, that that was really bad but, but that moment i was like okay thank god it was just a little baby bear and i don't know where mama bear was this thing was like well you don't want to get between baby bear and mama bear no 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 but so. just just one caveat to the story if, if you're listening to pace the nation the volume is not a concern like as yeah. long as you're listening to pace the nation it's fine it's fine but if you're listening to other stuff you need to turn, turn the thing down, down. yeah right. turn yeah. it off all right, uh, transitioning to a kind of a sad story, not kind of, definitely a sad story, um, and sort of a cautionary tale uh, about some kids running in, where was it, Julie? Uh, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. It's uh, Moore High School. Mm-hmm. Um, just super sad story. A um, couple of kids on a track team, they're calling it a cross-country team, were out on a run, I assume after school on a weekday. I think it was maybe Tuesday of this week. And it sounds like it was a drunk driver that drove off the road in the pickup truck mm. um, and hit two, hit, I think actually hit six of them, mm. uh, but two of them uh, passed away, uh, high school kids. And then I think two or, two or three, two were hospitalized and maybe two of them were released right away. But um, terrible, terrible story. The, the bizarre twist to the story is that the man who hit these kids, his son was actually killed the day before in That's a car crazy. crash. Mm. So, so, you know, you kind of put two and two together in the story. He's like in mourning in a bad place. Um, and and then driving intoxicated, you know, that's what they're suggesting from the story uh, through town during broad daylight. And um, it's just super sad, uh, in, you know, in the running community. Um, we pay attention a lot as track coaches to what's going on in the high school running community. So when it comes up on some of the recruiting websites and you see some of these stories happen, it's just heart wrenching. Um, there's not too much of a moral of the story here. I think more than anything, it's just a reminder, um, how, how delicate and precious life is. We go out on runs every single day. We send our, as coaches, we send our athletes out every single day and we hope they're manned with, um, you know, the right tools to be mindful of things like that happening. And sometimes you just don't know when something like that can or will happen. So just a reminder to, uh, hug your loved ones and, yep. uh, you know, remember that each day is, is not necessarily, um, a given. That's good. Good message. All right. Uh, finally, uh, we had a lot of feedback on the Aaron Gregory story from last week. Uh, that story that was in Citrus Magazine, mm-hmm. um, and I think the feedback from some of our listeners, who I believe are credible in the space, is that it was the coach's fault. Uh, again, the story was that uh, this runner uh, was in the Houston Marathon and was in a corral back and. Uh, the USATF official, I guess if you could call him an official, uh, didn't allow uh, her to move up to the elite corral. And she ran 242, but her starting 10 minutes late, she ran 252 and didn't qualify for the trials. And by the letter of the rules, it's based off gun time and not your chip time Mm -hmm. to qualify for these uh, Olympic trials events. So um, I guess it's not surprising that I wasn't blaming the coach in that situation, right? Being a coach myself, I'm like, no, no, definitely right. not the coach's fault. But right. I don't know if there's a, a a person necessarily to point blame on. Yeah. certainly, but um, there's a lot of things that were at play. Yeah. Well, the, just just one spin that 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 we were uh, told about of, or made yeah. aware of, which I I kind of talked about a little bit, to be fair. Um, but the the other angle is. 
she should have run uh, another race when she was in shape in the fall. Maybe she should have done a half or she could have done something to get a qualifying time mm-hmm. for this Corral A or for maybe even run a half at Philly and get the the right the time the, there the OTC yep yep yeah I think uh, anyways that, yeah. that's 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 kind of what I was saying though was was like waiting until the last minute and then hoping everything was going to work out is why this didn't work out yeah I think the the article was it was sensational and uh, well not sensational but it definitely was. It was it, it grabbed a, a lot of attention because uh, the way it was written too. So well, I think any time an article is put out and it goes a little bit beyond what the facts are to yeah. suggest what the outcome should be or the change that needs to happen, um, you know, maybe there was a little bit of bias in there. Well, th- there was definitely bias in the article. Thinking about it, like from from our conversation. Uh, they didn't mention how many people appeal to uh, the Olympic Committee. They didn't. They didn't talk about who gets in, who doesn't. They didn't talk about the standards. Yeah. They basically made it just about this one person and this one angle, and almost presented it as if it's an isolated incident. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what was irresponsible w- w- with the article. Yeah. Whereas there's probably several of these incidents every single time around, right? Yeah. All right, you, of course, always can give us feedback. We love the feedback on the show at Pace the Nation um, and appreciate, uh, we get a lot of feedback. Appreciate a lot of feedback on that and everything else we do. And we like gifts. (laughs) And coffee drinks. Yeah. Gifts, G-I-F-T-S, not G-I-F-S. We can't stand gifts. I like those, though. Now, Julie, if you want to be on the show, we can't stand them. I'm going to send you a ton of them now. All right, great show, guys. Thanks again to Ariel Tweedo for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Give her a follow on Instagram. It's Ariel Tweedo on Instagram. A lot of cool stuff there. Her her infectious yes. happiness yes. Uh, was almost too much to for me to overcome, but I still got my rant for the week yeah, out. Thank you. You were able to, you were able to I was able yourself. To, I was able to recover. Yeah, recover and get angry and mm-hmm. then have to give us a Get rant. worked up, yeah. Yeah proud of you docs thank you (laughs) all right that's julie that's docs this has been episode 222 of pace the nation thank you guys so much for joining us we will see you next week
Farley, I'm surprised you didn't mention uh, episode 222. Uh, 222 is a palindrome as well. <laughs> it is. I didn't think about that. What was the yeah. palindrome from last week? The date. Oh, the, oh, the, uh, oh that's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Did I? I had. We talked about this uh, like before. What, did I have any good lines that I forgot? Because that was pretty funny when we were talking yeah, about it before. No, no, I think you're, you're funny there. You're I think funny. I think the one thing I said earlier was it's delightful. Mm-hmm. I got a good reaction. So we had a uh, a, um, a public access TV show like twenty some years ago. We're showing our age. Where he literally was using my hairline shows my age. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah, because I know you'll have a tendency to like talk to whoever I'm talking to. Right. Turn, but I'll use my peripheral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. I'm not being rude. I'm just. No, it's it's okay to be rude. Yeah, yeah. That's our that's our thing. Um, All right. Welcome back to the program. And now, Docs, Julie, we are excited and honored to be joined in studio by Ario. (laughs) I guess we'll do that one again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Unless you're planning on changing your name. I like it. Ario. 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 Have some hot chocolate. So we can <laughs> we can edit the show, just note. So. That, that was a very good way to, to demonstrate that and to show our guest, right, right. take all the pressure Great off. Demo, He's already, Chris. we already have to do a retake for him, so take yeah. all the pressure off. Yeah. Ariel Tweedo. I, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Look interested. Look interested. Like <laughs> we, uh, yeah. everybody, We're pretend like I just told a really funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, you guys are having trouble. Just, just think just, back yeah. to one of my I'll really funny you. jokes. <laughs> I actually think I could listen to Ariel and her her stories all day long. I know, I know. Literally, I'm like, no, don't stop. Please keep going. <laughs>